Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Welcome into the show. And because he was gone yesterday and we missed him, happy hump day. Pretty daddy Tom DeCelestino, the man, the man, the man, the myth the legend. Tom, hey buddy. It's good to have you back on the show, Pretty Daddy. I loved that you just leaned into hump day energy there. Good for you. I want, you know what? You want to talk baseball? We talk baseball. You want to do hump day and stupid Friday. Is it mean to be, probably shouldn't say, sorry, wonderful Friday Junior. We can do that too. I even called out your, I didn't call out I was curious, I asked the audience, why do we get calls yesterday when Tom was gone? And I think the inference might have been maybe 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 the people were scared of you. Maybe um maybe I don't know, you don't you don't screen the calls, which I would never ever ever suggest. And I said, Why don't you call us at eight five five two one two four CBS? And that's exactly what's happened. Let's go to Arkansas. Can you throw our friend Andy up on the airwaves. Andy, what's up, buddy? You've you've heard the call, and you're on with us now on CBS Sports Radio. All right, thank you, man. Uh, I have a, I, I, I'm going to shed some light on why there's okay. so many callers yesterday. So your relationship with D Cell is fantastic. It's it's entertaining. It's dysfunctional. It's um, we have wrapped our arms around it. We look forward to it. It's, it's honestly, if my wife tries to call me during uh, buy or sell. I get so ticked off at her, and she knows it. So don't call me <laughs> during by herself. So what we were missing yesterday is D-Cell. I think the callers felt like they need to prop up the show, Bill. And I, mm, and, uh, I love and it. Only be, yeah, well, uh, you know, you, you got a gem there, my man. You guys, you two are the best <laughs> duo on radio. We love it. Can I make a quick comment about the Cowboys? Please do, right. yeah. Okay. Of course. Um I think I think it needs to be put an end to and any ex NFL player calling out or disparaging a current NFL player because you know they struggled in a game. I did not like hearing, and I won't name names, somebody calling uh, Dak Prescott garbage. No, I'm not a Dallas fan. I am a fan of the game. That hurts the game, and that starts the back and forth. It takes away from the beauty that is football. Stop putting other players down. They're, they wanted to win more than you wanted, you know. And it, you know what I'm getting at. Thank you so much. Man, I'm a listener forever. 
Andy, appreciate you, buddy. I love our. I lived in Arkansas too. I was a Little Rock guy for a couple years. Thank you to Andy calling in eight five five two one two four CBS. I will never again doubt, and Tom, you should not doubt that Tom is the people's champion. Uh, love Andy's call. Appreciate the call. Disagree with the call. Uh, don't think that it's. I like it when players call other players garbage. I like because that's what they're saying on the field. That's what they're saying amongst each other. I like the honesty. And I, you know, I'm I'm glad that 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 the that the listeners have embraced the dysfunctional relationship, as Andy put it, between me and Diesel. Andy, appreciate you. Uh, we've been talking some baseball. We've been talking what is a a new format that certainly has for the Orioles led to, I think, an early exit. For the Dodgers, has them on the brink of an early exit. And while squeezing in extra more teams, and that's good for fan bases. Look, if you're one of the teams, and it's really good if you're whatever, the Diamondbacks right now, right? I mean, there is there is an upside. The thing is, and I guess I'm going to talk to Jerry Harrison Jr. about this in a minute. If you're the Brewers, you play this really short series after a great season. You lose, you lose two games. Anybody can lose two games in a row in a Major League Baseball season. Boom, season over. And in a, in a different way, although, although Milwaukee had a good season, if you're the Orioles or the Dodgers and you just get off to a bit of a rocky start and momentum's against you, you got a problem. And your season could come to an end. Baltimore's already has it and the Dodgers could. So I want to get with Jerry Harrison Jr. And I want to ask your longtime MLB player, does a great podcast now, baseball analyst, won a World Series, played with a bunch of teams, played with the Yankees, played with my team, the Cubs, obviously played with the Dodgers. A friend of mine I got to do radio with for a while, great guy, is with us now. Jerry, what's up, buddy? Bill, what's going on? How you doing? I'm good, man. So let me let me start here. You played in the big leagues for like like 16 years. Obviously, a very different playoff system than than, than now. When you look at the Orioles who are out, and you look at the Dodgers who are in some some deep deep trouble, would you blame the format that the Major League Baseball playoffs is currently operating under? Would you blame the Orioles and the Dodgers if they can't turn this around? Would you blame neither? What what is the reason for two of the three best teams in baseball struggling under this format? I guess you can kind of kind of blame the format a little bit, you know, but at the same time, what are you going to do? You know, when you have wild, the wild card series, which everybody wanted, you need days to play the wild card series. So, I mean, you're going to have to have a buy for the teams that had the best record. I mean, bottom line, it's, it's five days. It's not ideal. You still got to play, play your game. And obviously the Orioles did not play good enough. The Rangers red hot. And on the flip side, the Dodgers, you know, I think – Pitching in the first inning has crushed them. Anytime you're you're behind a, a team six nothing in the first inning in the game one, that's demoralizing. Down three nothing uh, in, in game two, that's demoralizing. Uh, but you can't make any excuses. Whether you get three days off, five days off, you can't make any make any excuses. And you know, I would treat it more like an all star break. You know, during the all star break, you know, you have four or five days off, and then you got to get cranked up again for the second half of the season. So. We can make all the excuses you want with the days off. Bottom line, in the postseason, you have to perform. And the teams that have struggled just haven't performed up to their capabilities. Jerry, maybe this is a dumb question, but I'm going to ask it anyway because you played it for so long. So, so you're right. It's a rock and a hard place with the format. I, I don't love it, and I think momentum matters. And, and, and I sort of, we, could sort of talk, we talked about and saw this coming. But it is what it is. So let's say you, you continue with this five-day break. If you're the Dodgers or the Orioles or the Braves or any of these teams going forward that earn a bye, 
Is there a world where you could do some sort of inner league scrimmage two or th- three days and go at 70 or 80% just to simulate that level of baseball so you're not quite as rusty? You know what? Adrian Gonzalez brought up a good point on our, on our show. But what teams should do is play their AAA team. You know, once yeah. the AAA season's over, bring the AAA team in, into your stadium and play a game. Play an exhibition game. Play two or three just to keep yourself fresh, just to keep those competitive juices flowing. Again, there, there's no perfect answer. Uh, Major League Baseball is thriving. Attendance is up. Uh, everybody loves this format as far as you have a chance to be in the postseason. Uh, so I don't think that's going to change. So what you're going to have to do is bring in your AAA team, play it two or three games, keep these guys hot, and then when that wild card team, when they do advance, uh, you'll be ready to go for your wild card series. Jerry Harrison Jr. on the show, the real Jay Hare on Twitter. Jerry, as you know, I live in Manhattan Beach. I live in L.A., and I'm, I was driving around yesterday because I spend uh, four hours of my day every day being an Uber driver for my children. It's absolutely wonderful. So I'm in the car all the time, and I listen to, to CBS Sports Radio sometimes, and I listen to local radio sometimes. And for the first time yesterday, right or wrong, guys who are pretty supportive locally of the Dodgers and Dave Roberts started to talk pretty earnestly about a change at manager if the Dodgers don't have real success this year. And obviously no. that would start with turning around things. Is that, that whatever? Is that a fair conclusion for a guy that just feels like rattles off 100-win seasons year after year after year? Completely unfair. What manager Dave Roberts did this season with all the injuries, our starting rotation was decimated. Decimated. We should not be in this position because but Dave Roberts has put us in this position. You look at our starting rotation being as bad as it's been as far as being the injuries. That's what I'm talking about. We have asked, we've asked Emmett Sheehan, we've asked Bobby Miller, we asked Ryan Pepio to be rushed basically to the big leagues because of injuries and, frankly, other circumstances, you know, that, we are, that some of our pitchers are not, are not here. So for them to be in this position is, inc- is, is incredible. Manager Dave Roberts has done an incredible job. Manager Dave Roberts does not hit. You've got to be able to hit in the postseason. And as a former player, you have to take ownership of that. You have to take ownership of that. Dave Roberts continues his players in position to succeed. And in these short series last year and so far this year, it just hasn't happened. That's not a manager's fault. And players understand that. Uh, Jerry Harrison, Jr. on the show. I'm Bill Ryder. Jerry, of the teams that have been surprising, right? And I, Rangers qualify, Arizona qualifies, whoever you want. The teams that have, that have maybe been better than we thought they would be, who is the most Philly still in that series? Who is the most likely, you think, to keep it going and keep surprising against a playoff bracket that a lot of us thought was going to be chalk? You know what? The Texas Rangers look extremely dangerous. Extremely dangerous. They swing the bats. They have leadership on that ball club. Corey Seager is, an, is a monster, former NLS MVP, former World Series MVP. You would think with their, with their pitching – basically being decimated. Obviously, Nate Evaldi is an absolute stud. He's an ace. But losing Jacob DeGrom, Max Scherzer, is he going to be able to pitch and come back? They have played incredibly well. And you have old-school manager in Bruce Bochy who knows how to push the right buttons in the postseason. Guys, postseason baseball is different than regular season baseball. You have to be able to adjust on the fly. And Bruce Bochy and guys like Dusty Baker – they do it better than anybody. 
Yeah, it's interesting, and I know we've talked. It's been talked a lot, Jerry, about about the Dodgers building a machine to win games in the regular season, and then sometimes not being able. And that wasn't true this year, but in the past, not being able to to get timely hits, not being able to grind. And this Dodgers team, for people that don't know, it was just comeback after comeback after comeback in the regular season this year with a lot of timely hitting. But still, like, is there a disconnect between what you have to build to succeed in modern baseball in a 162-game regular season that leaves you maybe a little on the short end of the stick when it comes to what you need to win really short, pressure-packed series that are closer to coin flips than they are marathons, Jerry? Well, the, the 162, this is where, where analytics are really good. Analytics is basically data. It added, data you can use over a course of 162 games. And you use it and say, okay, over the stretch of a long run, this is going to benefit us. This is going to benefit us, but it's going to benefit the player. But in a short series, teams sometimes flip the script. They attack you differently. And you have to know right away, even in game one, possibly game two, okay, these guys are pitching us different than they did in the regular season. They're adjusting. They're playing different. So you have to be able to adjust on the fly. You can't rely on analytics now. Because analytics really doesn't do anything in a small sample size. Analytics is used for a large sample size for 162 games plus maybe two or three years. That's where you really gather the analytics. In a short series, you better be able to adjust on the fly. And if you don't do that, then you can, you can refine yourself home in three or four games. All right, Jerry, let's, let's end here. Obviously, one of these series in this round are already over, and – Several are, are leaning in certain directions. Knowing what you know now, who do you got in the World Series when we get to it and winning? I'm not giving up on my Dodgers, bro. I'm oh, not, really? I I'm not giving up on them, man. They win game three. They got veteran last win on the mound. They win game three. You really put the pressure back on the D-backs because they understand they ain't going to win three games at, at Dodger Stadium. They've already won two. You win game three, the pressure goes back on them in game four. And the Dodgers can get as hot as anybody. They swing the bats. I'm still going to have my faith in my Dodgers. And on the flip side, the American League, the Texas Rangers, man, they look extremely dangerous. They have that it factor. So right now, I'm going to go Rangers, Dodgers, World Series. Ooh, Corey Seager against his old team. I would love that. I mean, it's not crazy. I remember when the Cubs won the World Series, they were down 3-1. And I remember it was against the Dodgers. I was, out, I was covering those games. I remember kind of looking at the format and looking at who was coming up and who was on the mound for Game 7 and thinking if the Cubs can just win this Game 5, they're, they're in this thing. Momentum is, momentum is a crazy, crazy thing. Uh, Jerry, as always, my friend, great to hear your voice. Great to talk to you. Good luck to your Dodgers, and thanks for being on. Hey, thanks for God, Bill. Remember, the Dodgers were down to the Braves three games to one in 2020. Three games to one in the NLCS, and they came back. They won three straights to win that series. I expect the Dodgers to do the same thing in this series. I love everything about that, Jerry. Here, I love the confidence. I mean, I'm actually, I, I, I'm a sucker for for like the latest thing, like for somebody smart giving me something bold. I kind of wonder if there's money. Like, what are the odds on the Dodgers to win the World Series right now? Do you want to guess? I'm going to tell you. Do you want to guess what you think the odds are? They they can't be good odds, right? They got to be terrible odds right now. Right now, I'm still scrolling down. They are 16, 17, 19 to 1. Yeah. Because they're not even losing to the Diamondbacks. They got the doors blown off. 
Although I'm a little worried about their pitching. I mean, I'm a little worried I about. Think, I, I think that's a good concern to have. But the thing is, if you make the bet, and the Dodgers make the World Series, you can just you can just bet on the other team and just hedge, you know, and just take you know take half the money or whatever you want to do. You don't think they're coming back and winning the series? No, they might win tonight. They might push the series to five, but I no. These I things happen. Yeah, they do. I'm, I I'm not betting on the Dodgers. How do you feel about being the people's champ? How do you feel about Andy in Arkansas basically being like the show can't exist without you? That was nice. I'm not gonna lie. That was nice. So that's your brother, huh? Uh, <laughs> Had your brother call in? Checks in the mail. Check. No, man. Like I I'm not making fun of you. You are the people's champ. I really I get these messages constantly at night. You know what? Maybe that's my defense the next time, you know, coincidence where there's a, a lot of phone calls on the show and I'm not here. Maybe I'll just say, like, these callers want to bash me and I don't want to put them on the air. Apparently they feel like we needed you. They missed you. There was a, there was a longing for Pretty Daddy's, uh, what, did he call it our dysfunctional relationship? Oh, that was one of the words he used. He called it a relationship, which means we're in love, based on <laughs> your reasoning, weird reasoning from a week ago. I dismiss it on all counts. Uh, we've got a really, really good buy or sell, including a head coach at the collegiate level who utterly and totally destroys a reporter. You're going to hear it. It's hard to listen to. It's also amazing. And it's next here on CBS Sports Radio. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back to Writer Than You. I call it an apricot. People call it, I think it's pronounced apricot. I think I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, either way, I don't want that. However you say it, I'm out. On CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back into the show. Bill Ryder with you, along with Pretty Daddy. What's up, Pretty Daddy? I'm great, Bill. Yourself? I'm wonderful. And I'm excited to go down the rabbit hole that is your segment by yourself. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. Bill, we got tons to get to and a bunch of people to hear from, so let's get right to it. On his latest edition of his Let's Go Serious XM podcast, the GOAT Tom Brady said the Patriots should absolutely stick with Bill Belichick. And he explained why. He's got a very consistent approach that he's always taken. And, 
you know, it's it's the right approach. It's try to prepare the players, give them the best opportunity to succeed. You know, you get out there in the field. In the end, you know, the coaches, once the play's called in, the player, you know, the player's got to go do it. It's a team sport. You know, coaches need players, players need coaches. You got to have the right processes in place. You got to have humility. You got to continue to learn. And, um, you know, it's a great culture up there in New England. They, they, we've had a great culture for a long time, as long as I was a part of it. As long as I was a part of it. Bill, my question to you, buy or sell Bill Belichick's approach has gotten stale. Well, I'm going to disagree with with the GOAT, and let's go a different direction. I'll buy. That it's buy. Let me ask you this, and, and I'm, I'm going to ask you a question about Tom Brady. But I will say I think Brady's response is gracious. I think it's mature. I think it's kind to an organization that he was a part of for a long time. I think it's nice to Bill Belichick. Buy or sell, you think he believes it. Sell. Me too. 100% calculated. Do I think he, he would have nice things to say if you gave him truth serum? Yes, I do. I don't think they would all be nice things, though. I think they'd be past tense. I, I think Tom Brady stays in New England if he still thought. I mean, Bill Belichick's voice got stale to Tom Brady. And that cost the Patriots clearly a Super Bowl and, and ha- helped hand one to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I don't know that I have the maturity or the self-control to do what Tom Brady did if I were in a similar situation. Because you could gloat and you could just be honest. It's very classy. I respect it. I think it's the right thing to say. I don't think Tom Brady actually thinks it. All right, Bill, let's keep things in the NFL here. Yesterday on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, Cowboys owner Jerry Jones defended his quarterback, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is a quarterback that can get us to the Super Bowl. That's the way that's going to be. We have uh, other quarterbacks on that roster and uh, players that uh, certainly if something should happen to Dak, but I want to be real clear, Dak's very capable of making this team be where we want it to go. Dak Prescott can get the Cowboys to the Super Bowl, according to Jerry. But, Bill, Dak is only signed through next season. Buy or sell Jerry Jones should sign Dak to a long-term deal. I mean, what a catch-22, because you look at the roster and the defense, and you think, okay, they can compete, but he's not, he's not, Dak's not good enough. Jerry's wrong. Dak can't get them where they want to go. You also have the, the reality, Tom, that Jerry Jones is not 50. And the number of years he has left is shorter than the number of years he had when, you know, he was a much, much younger man. Like, just not to be crass about it. And if you're Jerry, you don't want to rebuild. You don't want to give away two or three years to draft a quarterback and hope he's the right guy. So what you should do if you were the Cowboys or a Cowboys fan is is sell, give him a contract. Sell. But coaches never operate in the best interest of their team. They operate in the best interest of themselves. And certainly owners are the same way. Normally what an owner wants is a longer-term horizon. But I'm sure Jerry is thinking to himself, I want another Super Bowl while I'm still around. Ten years, 50, whatever he's got. So I'm actually going to buy that from Jerry Jones' very singular needs and worldview. He probably should give Dak the contract. Bye. But it's not going to work. A 1 in 100 shot, still a 1 in 100 shot. And that's what it is with Dak Prescott. Good luck getting him to be the guy he needs to be for multiple games in a row in the playoffs. It's never going to happen. 
Bill, speaking of not working, according to ESPN, the Jets are looking into potential trade options for seldom-used wide receiver McCole Hardman. Now, you'll remember the 25-year-old Hardman signed a one-year deal with New York this offseason. But, Bill, he's got one catch in four games played this season. Awful. Buy or sell McCole Hardman can be an impact player again on a contender like he was in Kansas City. Like he was in Kansas City or if he's in Kansas City? How about both? Because the first thing that I thought of when I read potential yeah. trade options, Kansas City really needs wide receivers. I'll sell unless it's the Chiefs. Sell. So. He was a product of Mahomes and Andy Reid. That's exactly what he was. By the way, can I just buy your question? Your, can I just push a buy for you? Buy. Pretty daddy. Because you didn't write that. That transition, you just you ad-libbed. You, you Peyton Manning that thing. Speaking of things that don't work, that was pure jazz, buddy. Although I see you needling me there on I'm because I usually try to write out my transitions yeah. in advance, having no idea what you're gonna say, but I'm married to my transitions anyway. I'm not needling you. I, I I'm celebrating your growth. I know it's hard to know that because there hasn't been a lot of growth to celebrate in the years we've been <laughs> together. Or I haven't celebrated like I should. But I that was that was just that was a great transition. All right, Bill. Let's Somewhere get... Andy in Arkansas is sending his wife to voicemail. <laughs> Bill, let's get to some hoops yeah. here. Now, Lakers head coach Darvin Ham told the media after practice yesterday that he has very specific expectations for Lakers big man Anthony Davis this season, saying, quote, I've requested to see six <laughs> three-point attempts a game, three per half at least. I wouldn't put that on him if I didn't think he was capable End quote. My question to you, Bill, buy or sell Darvin Ham is making a mistake wanting AD to shoot six threes a game. This question is a slam dunk. Uh, buy. I will, oh, thank you. I will 100% buy that forcing Anthony Davis to do six a game, three a half, uh, is a mistake. You can buy. buy the old mistake. I don't know if you know this, but I'll tell you. Anthony Davis shot made about one out of every four three-point shots last year. And over his career, he's made about 30%, which, as you probably know, is not great. This just shows the desperation of this team, uh, the lack of three-point shooting, the need for Anthony Davis to go to the next level. But he's not that guy, and he doesn't operate particularly effectively under pressure. I mean, six a game is like... I mean, that's not a small number for a guy that's not good at three-point shots. It seems like a bizarre number, too. And, I mean, you spoke about their desperation because they just don't have the outside shooting. Six seems aggressive. Why don't you Why don't you concentrate on number of makes instead of number of attempts? Yeah, or how about you concentrate on let's work the offense to get Anthony some open shots from the corner occasionally because those will be higher percentage and we'll build him into a guy that can make some of these three-point shots. But just the the weird start. By the way, that is the number of three-point shots that until a few years ago, like even in 2019, Clay Thompson was taking a game. <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. That's yeah. ridiculous. Clay was more at seven, but but still... All right, Bill, let's keep things in the NBA here. Appearing in his very first preseason game for the Houston Rockets, fresh (laughs) off of signing a four-year, $80 million deal this summer, Dylan Brooks was ejected five minutes into the game for throwing an elbow where an elbow should not be thrown. 
built by or sell the Rockets are going to regret the contract they gave Dylan Brooks. I mean, by by. I mean, what is this guy doing? How about Villain Brooks? Bye. Okay. I'm kind of rooting for him. He had a really unceremonious departure from, from Memphis. It did not go well. But for good reason. My son got mad at me yesterday because I took him to that game where LeBron, by the way, in front of in front of like a teacher, Henry's like, LeBron got punched in the balls. I'm like, buddy, 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 say <laughs> private parts. And he's like, there were the balls. We missed that. We were at the game. We went to one of these weird convenience stores. Where you, do you know about this? You walk in. You use your credit card to, like, get in there. You, you grab whatever food you want, and you walk out. And, like, the AI just figures it out. You were the one to tell me about this a few months ago. No, I have not been in one of these yet, and I'm okay with that. It's pretty freaky. That was a really, really mediocre story by me. <laughs> Bill, let's get to yeah. some college football here. Now, despite being 6-0... and USC actually dropped to number 10 in this week's poll after having to go to triple overtime against Arizona. The Trojans have given up 41 points in each of their last two games and uh, have allowed at least 28 points in four of their six games played this season. But Bill, head coach Lincoln Riley doesn't agree with the narrative that surrounds his defense. Everybody in the media had their mind made up, all right? Now, now I won't generalize. A lot of people in the media had their mind made up that the first second there was any adversity this year, saying, oh, my God, you know, should have done this, and they should have made this change, and blah, blah, blah. And it's and it's not true. Like, listen, you're going to go through the whole year. You're going to have a tough game. Like, you're going to have a tough quarter. Do you respond, right? Do you show continued growth? And that's going to continue to be written throughout the entire year. But there's a lot of great things happening here, and we'll own the, we'll own the things that need to get better, but people need to, to make sure they're seeing the other side of it as well. Bill, buy or sell, there's any reason to believe in USC's defense that they can be trusted? I'm... Uh, I mean, I'll buy. Okay, buy. so... Not yet, but there are talented football players on the defensive end. There is talent there if you coach it more acceptably. You, you can have years, and I've talked about this a lot, where you play poorly as a championship contending team and sneak by in a game you should. Now, triple overtime against Arizona is not great. I think it's more likely the defense won't be won't be great, but but there's a world where it, where it gets good enough. However, for me, Tom, the big issue is that this isn't Oklahoma anymore. And I used to go down and do some stories on Stoops when he was when he was in Oklahoma when I was a, a newspaper writer in Kansas City. You're in LA. You're a national f- story. You're going to get criticized constantly. Blaming the media. <laughs> Blaming the media. I mean, the me- give, me, give me a break, man. Don't almost lose to Arizona. That's the story. Bill, we're honest on this show, right? We're nice on this show? We're nice, but we're honest. I'm going to be completely honest with you heading into this next question. The okay. only reason this next question exists... I just wanted to find a reason to play this sound (laughs) from a reporter and Penn State head coach James Franklin, which I think is absolute gold. It's tremendous. It's lengthy. But I need you to help me figure out what my favorite part is, what your favorite part is. So here we go. This is a lot to take in. I hope you're ready. Is there a balance, though, between, hey, we need you to throw the ball deep no matter. Just take a shot. Don't. Don't overthink it. 
take a shot. We need to see it. We're going to call it. And, and we need you to get some confidence in doing this as opposed to even giving a young quarterback the chance to say, hey, just check it down if, if, if it's not there. I, I don't really understand what you're saying because we would never like I'm like my skin is curling when you say just drop back and chuck it deep no matter what like like that is like I, I don't even know what you're I don't know what you're saying it's like you're speaking like from just Mars just send a guy in a post pattern take the shot throw it no matter your, what give your receiver a chance to make a play on a ball uh, even if he might be covered 30 yards down the field Maybe you think he'll be open 45 yards down the field, and, and like Godwin did, or with Jahan or KJ. We, you, we've you, ne- you, we like like I still don't like you're speaking Japanese. Like like we, we have never done that. Just throw the ball up, and maybe he'll be open, and maybe he'll catch. Like my skin is like like my, I'm, my I'm, like you're making me uncomfortable. Like I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. So okay. yeah, we 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 would not do that. We would never do that. We've never thought about doing that as a head coach, as an offensive coordinator, as a receivers coach. I coached the receivers. I didn't want them to do that. Um, so no, no, strong no. Like yeah, no. I'm hoping we can cut this out so this doesn't even like get out into the universe. Wow. Normally, we don't play sound that long. I wow. mean, the question doesn't even matter. Just react to this. I mean, buy or sell, you enjoyed James Franklin's response. Enjoy. Than- I don't normally enjoy watching people in positions of power with the microphone and the wealth and the position bully and try to humiliate reporters who get a raw deal. But, yeah, buy, I enjoyed it. Although, not the second time. Buy. Did you see me put my head down on my arms? It's hard I to listen sure to it. did. I mean, it's. Here is why I think it's okay. I don't mind hard questions. I don't mind difficult questions. I hate it when when people in power, in sports or otherwise, go after people for asking tough questions. This reporter, to my ear, wasn't asking questions as much as speechifying. It's the thing that annoyed me about college the most. The thing that annoyed me about college the most is when I first went to college, I was excited to learn. In every class, some kid would raise their hand. Instead of asking the actual expert on whatever, history, a question, they would give a three-minute Soliloquy on their belief on the so bro, you're also 18 like I am. I didn't come here. I'm not taking out student debt to hear your theory on the Civil War. Shut up. Let Professor Smarty Pants talk. That's what that kind of reminded me of. No, no, strong no. (laughs) (laughs) Can I hear that again? No, no, strong no. Do we, I haven't looked it up. I didn't want to know. Do you know who the reporter is? I did catch it the first time. It's a little It's a little unclear because it, it was the reporter was on Zoom, but he did identify himself. I don't remember the reporter's name. I mean, that's just a... Can I... Uh, hey, um, hey uh, James Franklin, do you, do you believe that Dak Prescott or Kirk Cousins will ever win a, a Super Bowl? No. No. Strong no. Okay, that's interesting, uh, James. Do you um, do you think I'm right? The Bears can turn the season around. You're making me uncomfortable. Like I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Do, do you think, um, do you think Pretty Daddy's personal growth is a sign that he's going to start giving people directions on the streets of New York? I don't even know what you're. I don't know what you're saying. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. 
okay. You got anything else you want to ask James before we, we rock and roll? I, I don't really understand what you're saying. <laughs> I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. Oh, goodness. Um, okay. Uh, great, great stuff. Let's um, let's talk about LeBron James. I, in a t- I heard this actually the other day, and, and I have a little potential news on Rich Paul. Uh, LeBron's eye in Las Vegas in terms of owning a team there, what it could actually mean for one of the most powerful players in the NBA after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogush. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Welcome back into the show. Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio. I am Bill Ryder. Twitter sports writer. Sports R-E-I-T-E-R. But the handle you need, the handle you want, the handle America yearns for is at Pretty Daddy CBS. Because Pretty Daddy, Tom DeCelestino, is the man for his time and place. Hello, Pretty Daddy. What's going on there, Bill? Um, I was talking to... I've been talking to people in the building a lot lately. And a source close to CBS Sports Radio told me, this is true, they like you a lot, but they don't feel like they know you, that you keep a protective shell up, and that they thought the Pretty Daddy moniker that you, and sort of you on the show, is they they thank me for helping you come out of your shell a little bit so they could know you better. Wow, thanks, Trace. Really appreciate that. (laughs) It may not have been Trace. It may not have been Ryan Hickey. It could have been somebody else. for nothing. Could have been somebody else. Okay. Okay, Trace. But if it was Ryan Hickey, Trace, how nice that he wants to connect with you. If he wanted to connect with me, he sees me just about every single day. I think we could connect. (laughs) I've seen people try to talk to you. (laughs) Usually doesn't go well. I mean, two days ago, you just sent me straight to voicemail. I called you to see what was going on. You just voicemailed me. I was either busy or doing something else. Yeah. I don't remember. Heard back from you eight days later. It was was great. That's a a good response time for me. It was a great response time. Uh, I heard something interesting the other day that the speculation went. Rich Paul, who is the head of Clutch Sports, 
will eventually untangle himself from that agency. He will leave that agency. He will stop being an agent in the run-up to LeBron James owning eventually an expansion team for the NBA in, in Vegas. And this is a similar model, I suppose, to maybe Jay-Z, right? Jay-Z, high-profile former agent, got into the agent business, and then, if memory serves, Tom, stepped away from that so that he could be a partial owner of the Brooklyn Nets. Now, I don't know that Rich Paul would be an owner of the, of, of the team. He might he might be, but he would certainly, I think, help LeBron run it, right? Be one of the guys. Because the idea is LeBron James is going to, is going to eventually own a team in Las Vegas. And LeBron who's near the end of his career, been in the league for 21 years, not shy about talking about this kind of a notion. Obviously, you have the Raiders here, you have the Knights here, you have the Aces here. you got F1 coming very soon. Um, and All-Star Weekend has been here a few times. you got the NBA Summer League. That's very popular. Um, the sports is, is, is here. And, um, you know, I think, you know, adding the NBA franchise here, which just adds just to the momentum that's going on in this town. Um, it's an attraction. Um, you don't have to worry about getting fan support, nothing like that. I mean, they, they show on the map every single time, every year, every summer. Um, you know, like you said, if it's USA basketball or NBA coming here from summer league, whatever the case may be, um, I think it's only right. I think it's only a matter of time, but it's an all one part of that time. I mean, and by the way, he he said that after I heard this nugget about um, about Rich Paul, and I'm doing. I think I mentioned I'm doing this this uh, weekly. It comes out on Wednesdays, usually a weekly in NBA Insider column. And another thing that I did here that's making a little noise on Twitter is that I'm told that the Heat have not seriously engaged in conversations about James Harden, that their interest level is muted. That it's not impossible, but they find it very, very unlikely James Harden will be a member of the Miami Heat. Not earth-shattering stuff, but there had been some reporting that the Heat were interested in maybe one of two teams along with the Clippers, and as I understand it, not the case, at least at least not right now. And that's not that's not the situation. As it re- relates to LeBron, I don't want to... Look, I think it's cool. I think there should be more representation of people who played in the NBA, um, who have helped bring the level of wealth and success to owners at the ownership level, I think LeBron James deserves to be an owner. He obviously has the wealth and the name recognition. I just Jordan sold his team. I'll just say this. I think LeBron's amazing. I think he's the best player of all time, and I don't want him to be. I'd rather it be Jordan. I wrote this six months ago. I had, a, I had somebody at LeBron's camp get mad at me the other day when I bumped into them at an event, but LeBron's a bad GM. LeBron has been a terrible GM. The Lakers were better last year when basically... LeBron's like, I'm good. Polinka, you do it. And Polinka got a bunch of guys that weren't super sexy, and it worked. What is to lead us to believe that LeBron James will be a good NBA owner and won't be, like David Tepper, a meddler? He has shown himself to not be excellent at, at talent identification and sort of using his weight and his leverage and his political capital when he forces decisions. He's not been good at actually the things he gets he wants, but it hasn't he has not helped his teams. Timothy Mozgov, go down the list all the way back to his Miami days when he tried to pressure Riley. Maybe LeBron comes in and hires fill in the blank, fill in the blank president of operations of basketball GM and, and stays out of it. I doubt it. So Tom, I'm of two minds. I think LeBron should be an owner of a of a team in Vegas. I think he's earned that. I think it's important. I think it'd be good for the game in terms of him being the face of a team. But I also am worried he will be bad at that particular job. I think the NBA should 
fully support this. I think the risk is worth the reward. As you laid out there, there is risk. This could backfire. It may not work out well for LeBron or the NBA, but I think the upside is absolutely tremendous. I'm for it. I think LeBron deserves it, and I think it would be great for the NBA. Look, I also, like, you don't know what he's going to do and how he's going to engage, right? Like, he might hire a really good head of basketball ops, whatever GM, whatever the title is, give his advice and stay out of it. He might learn. I mean, LeBron is really, really smart and good at studying things and learning from them. Jordan's ego, Jordan's need to compete, Jordan's belief that he had to make the decisions was a huge problem for Charlotte. It's a huge part of the reason they haven't lived up to expectations. And I could tell you crazy stories about draft room nights and Jordan. And I mean, I know a story from a source that Jordan once was polling people, was polling people what they thought on draft the night before the draft, called everybody in, and an intern came in there. And Jordan didn't know the person was an intern. He'd been there for 10 seconds and asked the poor dude, who should we draft? And the kid just like squeaked an answer. And Jordan's like, okay, interesting, interesting. And he went around the room. I hope LeBron's not going to do that, right? And, and he should own a team. I just It's an interesting situation because the best players of all time are often very bad at coaching or, or managing front offices. Magic Johnson was, was terrible. I, mean, I guess Larry Bird's a, an exception, but there, there aren't many. It, it's hard. It's Joe Dumars, not all-time great, but all-time great Piston, may, maybe is an exception. Isaiah Thomas, my guy, has not exactly been the world's best front office slash head coach. So it's just, it is difficult to be able to control and bend a game to your will like that, and then to, to step back and have to do a very different approach to, to building a successful unit as an owner, as a GM, as a coach. And LeBron could be whatever the hell he wants if he owns the team. Uh, good to have you back, pretty daddy. Great to be back on a hump day, no What less. do you want to do tomorrow on the show? Oh, I got a ton of ideas for tomorrow. Are you here tomorrow? Uh, no. Yeah, I know. Makes me sad. Are you here Friday? Uh, yes. Okay. So we're going to bum of the week this thing together. We're going to find a bum, and it won't be either of us. That we promise you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. I'm Bill Ryder. The show is Ryder than you. Appreciate your time. See you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. You're making me uncomfortable. Like, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.